0: So if you're ready for a really detailed analysis of the New Testament, you have come to the right place. Welcome. Hi there. Welcome back. This is going to be for Romans chapter 10. All right, I'll read the heading first. Salvation comes through righteousness to those who believe in Christ. Faith comes by hearing the gospel taught by legal administrators sent of God. All right. Verse 1. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved, for I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness, and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. For Moses describeth the righteousness which is of the law, that the man which doeth those things shall live by them. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Say not in thine heart, Who shall ascend into heaven? That is, to bring Christ down from above. Or, Who shall descend into the deep? that is, to bring up Christ again from the dead. But what saith it, the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is, the word of faith which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Joseph Fielding Smith said, There are throughout the Christian world various opinions regarding what is necessary to bring about the salvation of man. Some there are who are who have accepted very literally, but without comprehending the meaning of it, the expression that was uttered by Paul to the Ephesians. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Those who accept that view as literally as it is recorded, without any reference to the context, disregard or reject the epistle of James which apparently to them teaches a very different doctrine for James says this yea a man may say thou hast faith and I have works show me thy faith without thy works and I will show thee my faith by my works thou believest that there is one God thou doest well the devils also believe and tremble. but wilt thou know o vain man that faith without works is dead So the controversy has been going on since the days of the Reformation, if not before, in regard to these scriptures. Some men contending for the doctrine of James and some for the doctrine of Paul, both misunderstanding what Paul has has written and what James has written. For in reality, there is no conflict. The world is full of good, honest people who believe that all that is necessary for one to do in order to be saved is to confess the name of Jesus Christ with their lips. A professed minister of the gospel once told me that if the entire Bible were lost, with the exception of one passage, that one verse would be enough to save the world. It is as follows: If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt confess in thy and believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Now, of course, this is a very extreme view. It would not be enough to save the world for the very good reason that the Lord has said unto us that we are to live by every word that proceedeth forth from the mouth of God, and we are, as I have read to you, under the necessity of keeping his commandments. I desire to point out wherein there is no conflict whatever in the teachings of these two apostles of old. Paul taught the doctrine that was taught by James, and James was in full accord with the doctrine that was taught by Paul. The fact being that they were approaching the subject from different angles. Paul was dealing with the class of people who believed that a man could not be saved unless he subscribed to the law of Moses, that a man was under the necessity, more or less, of saving himself, and who denied the full power of the atonement of Jesus Christ. James, on the other hand, was defending the necessity of works, counteracting the idea which prevailed among others who professed faith in Christ. If they had faith, it was all sufficient. Therefore, they approached the subject from different viewpoints, and each of them taught the truth verse 10 for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and the mouth confesseth or, and the mouth confession is made unto salvation charles w penrose said this is the key to the whole matter the faith that saves is the faith that leads to obedience which is better than sacrifice that obedience must be given to every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of god Belief, prayer, devotional exercises in themselves will not prepare man for the presence and society of his maker. To dwell with him, man must be assimilated to his likeness. This can be effected only by compliance with his commands. Verse 11, For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Although McConkie said, Prayer is the very orda- it, prayer is the way ordained of God, whereby mortal man can converse by the power of the Spirit with their immortal Father, as a heaven sent boon. It is offered to all without money and without price. It is a free gift. Those who receive the gift, who learn thereby how to communicate with their Maker, and who confirm er, and who conform in full to the true law of prayer, are on the path leading to the celestial kingdom of heaven. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. They are the ones for whom prayer becomes in the full and true sense a gift of the Spirit, because they learn to pray by the power of the Spirit. Verse 14. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach, except they be sent as it is written? How beautiful are the feet of them! Preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For it. Isaiah saith, Lord, who hath believed our report? So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. President Kimball said, State presidents, bishops, and branch presidents, please take a particular interest in improving the quality of teaching in the church. I fear, he said, that all too often many of our members come to church, sit through a class of, or a meeting, and then return home having been largely uninspired. It is especially unfortunate when this happens at a time of stress, temptation, or crisis in their life. We all need to be touched and nurtured by the Spirit, he said, and effectively teaching is one of the most important ways this can happen. We often do vigorous work, President Kimball concluded, to get members to come to church but then do not adequately watch over what they receive when they when they do come. On this subject, President Hinckley himself has said, Effective teaching is the very essence of leadership in the church. May I repeat that? Effective teaching is the the very essence of leadership in the church. Eternal life will come only as men and women are taught with such effectiveness that they change and discipline their lives. They cannot be coerced into righteousness or into heaven. They must be led, and that means teaching. Verse 18, But I say, Have ye not heard? Yes, verily sound went into all the earth, and their words into the ends of the world. But I say, Did not Israel know? Now Moses saith, I will provoke you to, d- to jealousy by them that are no people, and by a foolish nation I will anger you. But Isaiah is very bold, and saith, I was found of them that sought me not. I was made manifest unto them that asked not after me. But to Israel, he saith, all day long I have stretched forth my hands unto a disobedient and gainsaying people." Anyway, that's the end of the chapter, and we will see you next time. Bye.